Hello, and welcome to Hedge Clippings, a podcast about... (sighs) I am Travis Hedges-Williams, and today we are talking about The Witcher Season 1, now available on Netflix. I confess I didn't know much about this property uh, before watching the show. I had seen someone play a little bit of Witcher 3, the game, but I am not familiar with the lore of the game. I know there are books out there too. Those are things that I am not familiar with. I know they exist, but that's the extent of my knowledge. Uh, So the show was really my first exposure in depth to the property. And I've got to tell you guys, it's a pretty fantastic show. I went in with, I guess, no expectations since I didn't know the property, but perhaps that's why I was so amazed. However, it just really blew me away. Uh, Difficult to give you a short, concise synopsis, but basically you've got this guy, he's a witcher, uh, sort of a really badass kind of fighter who roams the countryside killing monsters for coin. almost sort of like a bounty hunter for supernatural creatures in a sense. There aren't many of his kind left. So we see him sort of wandering the countryside. We also follow a young princess as she tries to escape from a political uprising that has basically destroyed her kingdom. And the third character we follow closely is Yennefer. She is uh, a witchy magey type. So the show, even though it's called The Witcher, really follows those three plot lines. And one of the cool things the show does is that it shows multiple timelines happening at once. So they all sort of catch up towards the end. But in the early episodes, you're watching the, the distant past for some of those characters and the present day for others. And the show does a really nice job of dropping you signposts to give you a sense of where within any one person's timeline you may or may not be. It gives you pretty good guideposts to know sort of where you are. Um, I do have to say it was a little confusing at times. I There were times I had trouble following things. They're pretty unapologetic, dropping names of people, places, cities, creatures, legends. Uh, they just barrel on ahead, and that can be a little difficult to follow, but it didn't ruin the show for me by any means. Uh, Casting-wise, Henry Cavill, uh, Superman, plays our witcher, Geralt. This is probably my favorite thing I've ever seen him in. I didn't really care for his Superman, but I think that has far more to do with Zack Snyder than Henry Cavill. Also saw him in a Mission Impossible movie, the infamous one where he has the mustache. Uh, Spoilers, there are no mustaches in The Witcher. Maybe they digitally removed those. Uh, I think he's really great in this role. Of course, all he really has to do is stand there and look menacing and brooding. He really doesn't say too, too much. He just kind of grunts at people a lot. So I don't think the role really asks a lot of its actor. However, he looks fantastic in the role. He has a great presence. The fight choreography, that he he handles it expertly. And I have to say I really enjoyed him. So, like, kudos to Henry Cavill for pulling off this role. Um, ca- actually, kudos to the casting agent all around. I think everyone in the cast was fantastic. Uh, if you're pop culture savvy, you've probably seen the memes about tossing a coin to your Witcher and the bard that sort of hangs out following Geralt for a, ro- Geralt for a while 
he is excellently played. I always have a soft spot in my heart for bards. Of course, I like to play a bard in Dungeons and Dragons. You cannot convince me they are not a great character to play, a great class to play. They are, and your life would be poorer without them. We also have Yennefer. I actually think her plotline might have been more interesting than Geralt's at times. Uh, she uh, comes from nothing and rises through the ranks to be quite a powerful sorceress type, and I thought she was expertly played. Uh, all around, the casting is fantastic. The production design is also great. Of course, at this point, we're very spoiled. Netflix shows are always extremely well-produced, even the low-budget ones and this is no exception. I can't imagine how much this cost. It must have been a fortune, but kudos to Netflix for allowing it to happen. Once again, we are lucky to live in a world where we have a show like this. The music is fantastic. I found myself more than once really enraptured by the music. I keep meaning to look up who made it and download a few tracks. The special effects, of course, are fantastic. The creatures that you see Geralt fight tend to be pretty scary. They have a nice presence. The, the design is is fresh and unnerving at times and it's dark the the creatures actually seem scary as opposed to some shows where it's like oh there they go battling a cgi monster again i think the monsters here are great and the effects all over are really fantastic they really help tell the story the costumes are incredible everyone looks great uh, i hope you like contact lenses because our three leads are all wearing contact lenses uh, for better or worse, uh, I, I think it works. It doesn't really bother me, but it is noteworthy. Um, the show itself is very heavy on female writers and directors, and that really comes through uh, in a good way. I think you see a lot of very strong women in this world. Uh, you don't see them really as a lower class, sort of like as you might see in Game of Thrones, where women don't, even the strong women are still at a somewhat societal disadvantage. In the world of The Witcher, we see a very strong queen. We see a princess who can take care of herself. We see a lot of women in roles of power. Um, but we still see women's issues tackled uh, in an interesting way. And I won't spoil how, but I think they did a really nice job of having strong women tell stories about women. So like kudos to that. I think it's uh, really well done. And it's because it's there. And it's obvious if you want to sit and write an English paper about the, the statements the show is making about the role of women in society, I think you can, but I just enjoyed it as a story because I think it's there, but it's not heavy-handed. The thing I probably enjoyed most about the show is that the theme that's going on throughout it is one of destiny. This idea of are we destined or fated to do certain things, or is it just random chance? And we see characters who very much believe in destiny and then don't, or characters who don't and then do. We see characters suffer consequences, and it's a question of, well, they ignored their destiny. Did they have this coming, or, or is this just more random chance? That's really the theme the show keeps coming back to. And that's one I've always really enjoyed. Of course, Lost, the TV show, played with that theme for a really long time. Uh, a lot of shows that I like do. I think Witcher does a wonderful job of it. I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with it in season two. Overall, the whole show is great. I am very excited for season two. I want to play the game at this point. I It's moving up on my queue of video games to play because of this show. I, I don't know if I'll read the books. Maybe my reading list is a bit too long, but they'll probably go on there. 
So do I recommend this show? Absolutely. If you like fantasy, then you're in for it. Uh, it is definitely an adult fantasy. Um, there's nudity, there's language. In fact, I, I again, props to Henry Cavill because I've never seen someone do so much with one word, and that word is fuck. He does a wonderful job of using that word uh, as almost a catchphrase, uh, and he just, it's so expertly done, like it never failed to make me laugh, and I really thought that choice was great. And there's something to be said for an actor who can pull off so simple a line. So, yes, put The Witcher on your cue. Watch it today and enjoy it. I will be here for season two. I can't wait. And don't forget, if you see a Witcher, toss him a coin. Do you want to help out this show? Then please subscribe and leave us a review. That helps us beat the weird algorithms these sites use and keeps us on the top of the pile. And of course, share this podcast with your friends. We'd really appreciate it. That's a wrap for this episode of Hedge Clippings. I want to thank you for being here. I hope you survive this harsh and dangerous world long enough to catch us on a future episode. The Witcher and I are going dragon hunting. Hedge Clippings is brought to you by Hedges Pictures, the makers of movies, books, and more. Check them out at hedgespictures.com and be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening.